And now, Greenlight Reviews, hosted by Ann Elder and Les Roberts. Well, hi there, our good friends and movie freaks just like we are. <laughs> we are the Greenlight Reviews team, and we always love to talk about the movie, so we're going to do it again today. My name's Les Roberts. I'm Ann Elder. And today, Ann, we're going to discuss Terminator Salvation, yes. starring Christian Bale. Salvation didn't save me because I think this particular film is totally, totally stupid. (laughs) All right. Well, I'm going to use another word, atrocious. Okay. Okay. I thought it was atrocious on every level, and perhaps there's something in it for a diehard Terminator fan. I don't know what it would be because I found every element of it pretty much lacking in anything resembling good movie making. You're right. Before I went to see this movie this weekend, Anne, I sat and I watched the first three Terminator movies, starting with the one in 1975, Mm -hmm. so I could make sense of this particular film and how it was relating to the other three. It does so in a certain way, but if you haven't seen all those films and you don't remember them, Mm -hmm. you don't remember what they were about, you're going to be very, very lost. Well, I must confess, Les, I read up on the first three, but I didn't sit through them. So as a result, this film was baffling, but that wasn't the reason why I didn't like it. There were so many other problems with it, and I felt that the writing was very, very weak and very inconsistent. Oh, God, yes. But let's talk about the plot, such as it is, and then we'll kind of dissect the movie as we go along. This film takes place in 2018. John Connor is the leader of the human rebels who are fighting against Skynet. Skynet is a huge corporation that has created machines Mm -hmm. to wipe out all the human beings, and John Connor is the savior, let's say, of the humans. John Connor, by the way, is the son of the original Sarah Connor, played by Linda Hamilton in the first two movies. She's not in this one. I wish she had been in this picture. I always loved those first two Terminator movies because they had such creativity, and they also had a very strong woman, Linda Hamilton, in a very major part. And I thought that that was very smart of directors like James Cameron to put a woman in that kind of a role. Absolutely. This film was directed by Mick G. Yes. And written by John D. Brancato and Michael Ferris. I think Mick G. actually has only done a couple of films. I'm thinking that he did Charlie's Angels too. He did both Charlie's Angels. He did. I was thinking that when I saw his name attached to this project that actually the movie would have a great deal more life and some originality to it. And I didn't find either in this film. There is no life in this film except for one character, actually. I'll get to him in a minute. Okay. Christian Bale plays John Connor. You know, I don't like to sit here and rap an actor. But the fact of the matter is that Christian Bale is not a very effective actor. He has bored me in almost every film I have ever seen him in. Well, I think he's quite a bit better in a movie like Batman because he can hide behind his costume. And you have a lot of other characters in the Batman films that takes kind of the focus off of him. So he's not really carrying the picture. Well, you're right. And, you know, when I look at all the films that he's done, somebody is always stealing the film from him in The Dark Knight. It was, of course, Heath Ledger. In the first Batman film, Batman Begins, Michael Caine stole the picture from him. 
Right. Well, then he's a good guy to do a movie with because you know that your career will take off. Absolutely. <laughs> In this film, it is absolutely stolen from under his nose by an Australian actor named Sam Worthington, who plays a new character, Marcus Wright. Marcus Wright, in the first scene of the film, is executed for murder in the gas chamber. And we wonder why we're seeing that, but we do see him again. What happened to him? Why is he still alive? You'll have to wait till almost the end of the picture to find this out. However, Sam Worthington is a very good actor. He is, and he plays a very effective character, too. Absolutely. The kind of half-man, half-machine. Right. And I liked his character better than anybody else's, but still, I didn't think it was quite enough to carry the movie. Nobody carried the movie. There are other interesting actors in this film. Helena Bonham Carter, Bryce Dallas Howard, who plays Kate Connor, who is John Connor's pregnant wife. She's about 20 seconds on camera. Absolutely. The wonderful Jane Alexander, who had about 15 seconds on camera, and a woman named Moon Bloodgood. I love the name. Uh She's very attractive. Yes, she is. She was nice to look at. There's nothing else nice I can say about this movie. Well, Moon Bloodgood plays opposite Sam Worthington's character, and they have something of a love affair throughout this film. And that really defies credulity. But again, not the only thing that's wrong with the movie. The movie is lifeless, and it's terrible to look at. It's a very bleak, dreary, garbage dump of a movie. It's supposed to represent the post-apocalyptic universe. And, you know, I have to say that after a while, I really didn't want to see this movie. I didn't want to be there. I didn't like the whole concept of the film. And I felt that it was really wearing me out to sit there and try to struggle through the many plot inconsistencies, the rather foolish acting, and not very interesting characters. You know, the first three Terminator movies were made in present time so that the terrible things that were happening, that we didn't really believe they were going to happen to us, but we could relate to them because so many people in the film were like us. That's a very good point, Les. Because in this film, you can't see a blade of grass. You can't see a building. Well, the whole movie leaves the audience having to sit there and be numbed by endless explosions, that incessant clanking sounds, and all of those careless writing problems that... I think, insult the IQ of the audiences. And for that reason, Terminator Salvation gets a great big fat red light from me. Well, the only moment in the movie that I perked up at was at one point, Christian Bale playing John Connor is going to go off somewhere, and he turns around and he says, I'll be back. And I laughed Uh because Arnold Schwarzenegger has been saying that for decades. That's true. That's about the only thing in the picture that made it for me, so I'm giving it a red light as well. Well, I guess we've told those producers how we feel about Terminator Salvation this week, Les. You bet. That was two big red lights from the two of us. Until next time, I am Les Roberts. And I'm Ann Elder. And we're looking forward to seeing you having a great time at the movies. Don't you know that you're a grown-up? I'm a grown-up. Me too. Yep, me too. But you know, these days, being a grown-up can really suck. Luckily, we're grown-ups who grew up in the coolest generation. We had video arcades. And also some of the best TV and movies ever made. We lived the origin of awesome consumer electronics. The list goes on and on. Yep, Generation X. Exactly. And we're Gen X Grown-Up. Every week, the Gen X Grown-Up podcast explores media, tech, 
toys, games, and more from both yesterday and today. Through the eyes of Generation Xers who absolutely love that stuff. You can find us on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Or find us on our website, genxgrownup.com. All right, you think that was good enough? I I hope so, man. I'm tired. (laughs) Who listens to a promo on a podcast and then goes and listens to a different podcast? Right. I've never done it. (laughs) (laughs) Right.